0: Welcome into the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noel Groninger, alongside Clint Schweitzer. And today we insert someone with kind of a rough New York exterior to the bunch as Jesse's mom has gotten remarried and her wicked stepbrother, Eric, has come to live with them. And Clint, I really, really wanted Josh Hoffman, who plays Eric Tramer in this episode, to come on the show with us today. And so I'm going to take our listeners here into what it is to get a guest, what goes into it, what are the details, because sometimes you have to scour the earth for these people, sometimes they're never found, and boy, we had some trouble with Josh Hoffman. So here's how it goes. You go to their IMDb page, see if they've got contact info. A lot of them do. Josh Hoffman didn't. So what's the next step? I go to their social medias. Does he have a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram, a LinkedIn? No, 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 no. Okay, so we're having a little bit of trouble with Josh Hoffman here. We can't find anything on the guy. And he's in the episode with Mr. Sonsky, played by Monty Hoffman. And so I feel like they've got to be father-son. So I'm like, okay, I can't find Josh Hoffman. I'll find Monty Hoffman and work backwards. So I search for Monty Hoffman. I find this article. He's passed away in 2013. And uh, there's an article kind of going through his life. And he was a great comic And uh, his brother said some words on Facebook. So I reach out to the man who wrote the article, uh, Sean McCarthy. On Facebook, Instagram, I tweet him. I find his website's Facebook. He gets back to me with Monty Hoffman's old Facebook account, which his brother wrote on. And so I go through uh, Monty Hoffman's friends list to find Josh Hoffman. Um, Can't find him. I found some people that uh, were close friends with Monty Hoffman. I found uh, Monty's brother, Uh, The friends got back to me, and in doing so, they let me know that Monty Hoffman doesn't have a son named Josh. He doesn't (laughs) have a son at all. Uh, He's got a nephew named Ryan, and uh, so that was just some sort of weird coincidence in the Saved by the Bell world, uh, which has no consistency from episode to episode, and in here we've got an actor played um, by Monty Hoffman, an actor played by Josh Hoffman, but no relation, and so josh hoffman is out he's a mountain man he's out there he's off the grid we have no idea where he is he cannot be found we tried our best to bring josh hoffman here but we have a great episode to bring you and clint and i will be detailing the whole thing so please stay tuned for an amazing podcast going over the wicked step brother parts one and two
1: well you just made my head spin but part of what you just described (laughs) is our daily lives here on the save on nostalgia podcast scouring the earth for many of these actors, we have uh, been fortunate enough to do so many great interviews, and we have so many that are still yet to come for you. Some movies like *The Wizard*, *The Karate Kid*, and we've scoured the earth to find actors from those films to go along with them. So that's all coming, but in certain instances, you have you hit a brick wall, and that's yep. what happened to you on this situation. We know everyone is familiar with our story about uh, Patrick Muldoon and Ed Blatchford uh, that have both you've heard them uh, in this season. Uh, So, yeah, this is kind of what we do. So props for for the attempt, and we're just going to go on without Eric (laughs) Tramer. uh, Not only is Josh Hoffman playing the role of Eric Tramer while uh, Monty plays the role of Coach Sonski, this is the first time we've ever seen either of them, and they just happen to have the last name but are unrelated, (laughs) and so can't get a hold of either one. Uh Of course, uh, Monty's passed away. So this is the the wicked stepbrother. Parts one and two, we are cramming them together here because that's what we do. Um, Originally aired November 2nd, 1991. Of course, you talked about the infamous uh, Joshua Huffman as Eric Tramer. The first time we get to see them. In fact, no, it's the first time that we find out that Jesse has parents. They're not married and that one's got remarried.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they're getting back from the wedding after she's remarried and they're finding out that, uh, hey, Jesse's got this stepbrother. He's going to come and live with her. And his name's Eric, and he's from New York, and so you're just like, wow, we're inserting someone from all the way on the East Coast in the fast-paced world of New York to kind of this laid-back surfer boy attitude out here in California. And uh, so we're going to see how that goes when Eric comes in, Um, and he's just, as soon as you meet him, he's very forward, brash, immediately wanting Lisa, and for them to go make nice in the sand.
1: Well, great news, Zach actually has tickets to the Dodgers-Mets playoff game but Belding doesn't think baseball is a good reason for missing school, so I this agree. sort of sets—that's <laughs> uh, that's another show, Noah. Um, oh, this sorry. sort of sets in motion uh, this whole episode is Zach trying to scheme his way to get to go to the Mets Dodgers playoff game that um, he, that of course, since it's baseball, it's taking place in the middle of an afternoon on a school day, not <laughs> in prime time or on a weekend, right? So that we well, already—that's another we have, show. Exactly. It's another show. So he's trying to concoct a plan. Uh, Zach wants to say his grandmother died, but she died four times last year. Bummer. So sad what that poor woman's gone through, says Screech. Um, and again, just another little Screech moment there. Uh, and then we meet Jessie. She's just off the plane from her mother's wedding. Again, we didn't know that she had a mother or that she was uh, had parents at all. This is the first we hear of this. And She has a stepbrother now. I guess he didn't say much at the wedding, He's flying in from New York. Screech says toilets should come with seatbelts.
0: Yeah, uh, Screech is interesting in this episode. And speaking of toilets or bathrooms, uh, Jesse asks about Eric's flight when we meet Eric. And he says that uh, he locked all the bathrooms on the 747 and everyone jumped off the plane before they reached their terminal. So uh, very sarcastic, very brash, that New York style, and uh, I thought Joshua Hoffman just knocked it out of the park with that. Uh, he's originally from Michigan, uh, so to be able to pull off that New York accent and just kind of way of life about uh, New Yorkers that everyone kind of envisions when they think of that, he did it perfectly.
1: Well, Lisa and Kelly have come over to help welcome Eric, but as you mentioned, he's uh, this typical New York Italian, very brash, he's very aggressive towards Lisa, and in fact, He wants to take uh, Jesse's room and says, no problem. They can share, um, which is just very odd. And um, (laughs) meanwhile, the gang are back at school and Eric has already swindled the mic away on his first day of school from Belding. And he says, summer starts early. It's like you get the impression that he was kind (laughs) of like the Zach Morris at his previous school in New York. What says you?
0: Better than a Zach Morris. Zach says, hey, that's my role here. And Eric calls Zach a puppy uh, when it comes to pulling pranks because that's what he said, that uh, Zach would be at his school in New York. And uh, then we learn that Eric went through Jesse's diary and she's reaching for it back. And uh, then Eric talked Screech into carrying his books. This has been a busy man already uh, by telling Screech that he was the lucky hundredth person to walk through the door. And so he let Screech carry his books. And uh, he's still trying to ask Lisa out, very persistent, just after her, just from the word go. As soon as he sees her, he's just chasing her around the classroom.
1: Well, uh, I did like um, the teacher here. This is the first time we ever see this uh, particular teacher. And he says, let's make Eric feel at home. Let's mug him. Uh, (laughs) And Not only that, Noah, but did you know that tomorrow is the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah? So those students who are Jewish can be home celebrating. You can just see the light bulb go off in Zach's above his head it's not you know digitally added to the episode but you could just see zach's mind wondering. he is now going to be jewish uh because of course zach is you know what when it comes to this kind of stuff zach's gonna get it done D- dodgers mets playoff game he is going to be converting he is now jewish congratulations
0: yes congratulations shalom. zach uh, and a happy shalom to you too clint and zach is off to the mets dodgers game uh, Eric doesn't uh, watch the game for some He's a Mets fan from New York, obviously. Uh, but he has Screech videotape it, and Screech shows Eric where Zach catches a fly ball and tells him that Zach pretended to be Jewish to get out of school. So uh, you talk about a uh, light bulb going off above Zach's head there, and oh, I can pretend to be Jewish to get to the game. I could say the same thing as light bulb went off over Eric's head as he thinks, hey, I can blackmail Zach here. Um, or I could turn him in and get him in trouble, but here's my chance to take over his locker, take his foul ball off of Rabbi Strawberry's bat, and 10 lunches that Zach is going to get him uh, in return for Eric not turning the tape over to Mr. Belding and getting Zach suspended from school.
1: I did like the part where Jesse walks in while they're watching the game in a towel, and um, <laughs> she <laughs> my cousin Jesse... Scra- he said she told Screech if, if she wasn't Natal, she would hang him upside down outside the window. And it was just very she is very upset. Clearly, this relationship isn't working out too well with her new brother. Um, so, yeah, he sees him catch the foul ball. The shenanigans are going to ensue. So you got Slater and Jesse are studying in her room. And Jesse wants him to keep that teenage terrorist away from her. Slater <laughs> says, don't worry about it. He's harmless. And Jesse says, well, that's what they said about little Freddy Krueger. So obviously, like I said, the tension is there. She wants to keep away from Eric. He's clearly a, a scammer, a schemer. He's very aggressive. He's just kind of a stereotypical kind of New Yorker, but to the 10th degree here. So now they've got to deal with the fact that Eric had set up a tape and recorded the entire date between Slater and Jesse in her room. That's a no. That's that's a no go. Bummer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Eric wants Slater's car for the 20 copies of the tape that he has because uh, we can just kind of conjure up in our heads and later we'll learn what was said on that tape between Jesse and Slater when they think they're having a private moment. But no, Eric has been videotaping the whole thing. And uh, But Zach and Slater, they've got an idea to use Mrs. Belding's new car that Mr. Belding is getting her for her birthday. Um, they're going to give that to Eric. Uh, so that he can drive it on his date with Lisa, which Zach bribes Lisa to go on this date with MC Hammer Tickets. Says if she doesn't go, she can't touch these. da. da, 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 da I da, was da, thinking, can't touch
1: is this the. Not the first time that Zach has bribed Lisa with MC Hammer tickets, or was it Bon Jovi tickets in season one? It was one? Bon
0: Jovi before, and now okay. we've moved to MC, MC Hammer. We're getting a little more hip as we move through the years. So
1: They're going to give Eric Belding's car, and they show up and meet at the school. He's off on his date with Lisa. They're hoping to catch him red-handed in Belding's car to get him in trouble, of course, to turn the tables a little bit. Um, Lisa actually enjoys the date. They're talking about uh, classic movies and He's really winning her over. She kind of finds out that he's more of a genuine person than he lets on. And um, on the way back, Lisa is driving and she's blinded by the flash of Screech's camera as they expect Eric to be driving the car. And Lisa is driving and she's going to wreck it. And that's how part one comes to an end with Lisa wrecking Belding's car. And we have some real problems uh, going on now.
0: Yeah, problems will ensue. But before they go off on the date, Slater uh, reminds Eric to bring the car back here by eleven. Eric says why, and Zach jumps in saying because if Slater dad, if Slater's dad finds out, he's going to kill him. Eric says, "Hey, that's cool." Zach says, "Then he'll kill you." And Eric, with a just kind of sly, bummer. And so I just love that part and uh, how we have adopted that bummer into our daily lives as we experience those many a time. But like you mentioned problems ensue there's six hundred dollars worth of damage on the car and zach has a great idea he says he thinks he's got something planned to uh come up with the money to for the damage on the car and screeches oh no zach the last time you had a great idea i wound up naked in a jar full of jelly beans i love these
1: antidotes uh that <laughs> go on throughout the series It's like Screech comes out with some random story. The next, well, I believe one of them was the last time you had a good idea, wound up uh, naked on a bus. And you're just like, where does this stuff come from? What possibly could have actually happened here? And it makes your mind just really wander. like, what happened? Uh, This is just great, though. Um, So now Lisa's going to invite Eric to the MC Hammer concert, Front Row Tickets. Uh, Meanwhile, Zach is setting up a secret math lottery By the way, where's Mr. Dewey?
0: I know. Just he's taking a sabbatical or he's been fired. I don't know. And uh, Mr. Sachs has come in for him. And uh, the math lottery winner gets $600 and it'll take place in Mr. Sachs algebra class. So we're going to see what kind of goes there. But I want to delve into that. Just, yeah, where is Mr. Dewey? One of our favorite teachers, Mr.
1: Sachs, does a good job. We enjoy his, uh, his acting in this. But uh, basically, Zach's trying to rig uh, this lottery so they can get money to pay for the car. Um, People are just clamoring around Zach, as always. Uh, Whenever, Anytime Zach is selling something, people flock to him with money waving about. And that always cracks me up. Uh, (laughs) And guess what, though? Belding wasn't supposed to be back for two days.
0: Yeah, that was an unexpected turn that he has come back. Uh, They they thought they had some time to do this uh, lottery and get the money and fix the car, and now building's back before they thought. And uh, he wants to try the CD player with his new CD, Bo Jackson Sings the Blues. Uh, so I thought that was a little strange that he's got just any other option, but he's got Bo Jackson and apparently loves his voice. And uh, Zach and Slater try to come up with a reason why he can't go to the car yet. There's still some things they got to work out, but don't worry, they'll have it ready before you can even say Farf and Nugent you little pieces missing yeah yeah you see sir the car the car is is japanese right and um the cd player well it's german right i mean well well, sir sir in plain english what he's trying to say in order to make them compatible we had to order a behind the (laughs) flag. yeah
1: that's
0: right that's right to hook up with uh with a Yama Sushi uh, yakitori, um, uh, speak a leaker. Uh, don't worry about that, no.
1: sir. That way we'll avoid static in the Dingle Hoffen and <laughs> It Sounds
0: complicated. Oh, well, sir, the hardest part is saying it, right, Slayer? Oh, right, yeah. right. Don't worry about it, sir. We'll
1: have it ready before you can even say Farthing Dugans. <laughs> well, here we are with uh, Mr. Sachs and his math class. The room is packed. His fame is spreading. There are Everyone's there um, for the stump, the teacher exercise. Screech pulls the fire alarm while they're all out of the room. He's going to switch the box of the lottery tickets. So now it's rigged, of course. The crowd cheers as Mr. Sachs slowly reveals the answers to the math equation. He's getting really into it. I've never seen such math enthusiasm, he says. This is unbelievable. Go <laughs> on, sir. We can't wait. Screech is the winner. Which, by the way, Screech being the winner of this... For the guys, I mean, how would they think that Screech was going to handle this without trying to ruin it in some way, without not being in on it, knowing what's going on? Horrible to have Screech be the winner of all people.
0: Yeah, they needed a different beard. Even the other classmates, I feel like, would look at that and be like, hmm, Zach started this, Screech won it. Pretty sure that money is going to Zach's pocket. So they needed a different beard. Maybe they could have had Ollie Creakley win, as he was a little disappointed there, but he said at least he still has his looks. Um, I also want to touch on the fire alarm because Screech starts the fire alarm by tapping it with his palm. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Um, I'm not sure if they're different in California, but uh, yeah, he started with his palm, so that was interesting. And like you mentioned, Screech wins. This is the closest Screech has ever come to winning anything since he won third place in a Wiley e. Coyote look alike contest. I believe in season one, it was an elf lookalike contest. It was, he yeah. Almost
1: won, So I love it. That's a good little joke there. Um, so now Eric is going to push Lisa about how she got the tickets. Um, he was in the bathroom the whole time and overheard the scheme. So he's pushing her about how she got the tickets and he calls her out uh, for being bribed to date him. He says he never wants to see Lisa again. And Lisa is crying, visibly upset. You can really, you know, under, you can't really understand what she says. She's like, when I took the tickets, I didn't like him and now he don't like me. Like, does not make sense at all? Like I can't tell what she's saying there.
0: I, it was an ugly cry. I thought it was yeah. a pretty well acted. It could have been better of course, but it was pretty well acted. And like, it felt pretty real. I mean, when you're ugly crying or whatever, I'm sure you just can't really pronunciate or get across. People are like, what, what'd you say? I can't, can you calm down so I can understand what you're saying? So that's kind of what it was there. And you could tell that she really felt for him and, it may have started off in one way doing a favor for Zach, but then she definitely did have feelings uh, for him as he asked her to wear his class ring. But insert Mr. Sansky, later to be Coach Sansky, played by Monty Hoffman. We've already been into the <laughs> uh, fiasco. They're now in an auto shop. They've got a new car to work on. He asks Screech to strip the car, but he won't do it because they've just met. Um, so Eric does it. Eric steps in. You know, Mr. Sonsky, back in New York, we took apart the whole car. Screech, don't do that. Don't do that. It it hasn't done anything to you. And I think Mr. Sonsky said the most true words ever spoken on this show when he said, you know, Screech, you could drive a crazy man nuts. (laughs) Uh, True words never
1: spoken, certainly. Um, So now I do like the – Coach Sonsky is always – he's only in a couple episodes, but – here he says that El Chipo Belding finally got them a great junker. It's only got uh, <laughs> what $500 worth of damage. Screech knows that it's $610, so they do go ahead and take apart the whole car. It's in a million pieces. As Zach and Slater walk in, when they ha- they bought like a new fender, and they're just holding it and they just like drop it. It's the whole car is now in a million pieces, which is ridiculous for a car auto tech to uh, take apart a car that's just sitting there that they don't know where it came from. And uh, Screech is under a set of tires like he's been held hostage there. (laughs) Slater's never put together an entire car before because who has?
0: Are you kidding me? No, it's like I saw that pile of metal there and just like, where do you even think about beginning with that? And of course, Eric knows he took apart the whole thing. I guess that's what they did back in New York. And I don't know if he was stripping cars for parts back in New York. That's kind of left unsaid there, but... Uh, We go back to kind of Jesse's room. Eric has a Rocky IV poster on Jesse's bathroom door since he took over uh, her room. So I'm beginning to uh, feel a bond with Eric. I'm really liking Eric, although he's causing a lot of problems for our friends here at Bayside. I'm beginning to like him with that Rocky IV poster. Uh, Jesse tells Eric that Lisa really does like him, and she's upset at Eric and how he doesn't care about anyone but himself and uh, doesn't care about who he hurts, and she gives him a beautiful right cross, I'm not sure how it ended up on his right eye. It looked like it hit him on the left side of the face. Uh, but he's going to have a big black eye for the rest of the show.
1: Well, meanwhile, Zach and Screech um, and Slater are in coveralls, funny enough, covered in oil. They couldn't get the car put back together. They give up. They decide to take the heat. They're going to tell Belding the truth. And I love the way Zach just come out and says, sorry, sir, your car's in a million is in a thousand pieces. But we found <laughs> them all. And he's, of course, thinks they're they're messing with him. They go to the shop to find the car perfectly put back together. Um, and in the meanwhile, there's an emergency in a the cafeteria. There's either mice on the loose or the meatloaf has legs. Um, <laughs> Eric kind of emerges from out from under the car. So it's kind of revealed that he's the one that put the car back together. And uh, he says, this isn't working out. He's going to move to New York. He makes up with the guys, gives him their tapes and their blackmail materials back and um, now he's going to be packing up to leave. He's just going to gonna call it. It's not working out. And now he's realized that he's really hurt people. And uh, I think he's kind of realized that and that there's nowhere else for him to go here.
0: Yeah. And Jesse says, I'm sorry I hit you. And he says, me too. It hurt. And uh, so he, you could tell that there's kind of like Jesse's kind of forgiving him. He's forgiving her. And they're trying to come to a place to get together to get him to stay. But he's still not sure. He's still packing his things. And then the gang walks in, and uh, they think he should stay. Uh, Zach talks to him. Lisa kind of comforts him and comes up to him, and he's wondering what she thinks. She gives him a kiss, and you can tell that she wants to continue dating him. I found it weird, though, when she kisses him while Screech stands there and watches. Screech cries, saying, that was so beautiful. Like, that makes no sense. Shouldn't he be in pain and insane with jealousy here? That's true, because Lisa's his
1: lifelong woman, of course. I didn't, I didn't even think of it that way. Um, so they kind of decide Eric's going to give it another chance and stay. I don't think it should have ended on that note. Obviously, there were no pr- plans to bring Eric back. It was never going to materialize into a long-term storyline. I think they should have just left it with, well, I miss my friends, I'm going to go back but thank you guys, or something like that. I don't think they should have left it with, yeah, sure, let's. we'll just keep going to school here. I didn't like that part of it. I, I like the fact that he made up with everyone, of course, it's Saved by the Bell. That's how it's going to end but i don't really know i think they should have left it more open-ended with like he's still going to go back home because it just doesn't make sense he's never going to be back obviously it's saved by the bell come on
0: yeah they they don't give a hoot about continuity here uh so but yeah you have that feeling like okay this is going to be lisa's new boyfriend he's going to be a part of the show it's uh, jesse's stepbrother he just moved in so we're going to see him more and we never see him again Maybe Josh Hoffman, Maybe they had plans to bring him back, but Josh Hoffman said, "Like, no, I got to go off the grid. I just, I got to escape. I got to be gone." And and uh, we know that for sure because we cannot find him anywhere on God's green earth. So uh, we've scoured everywhere. We couldn't find him for you in this episode, uh, but we had a great episode here for you. Wicked Stepbrother parts one and two. Um, Clint, what were your thoughts? Was this right. a winner? Not a winner. What What do you feel about it?
1: Highlights and lowlights, as we kind of call it at this point in the podcast. Um, I do think that introducing this character Eric was really good. It added a really tremendous dynamic. I think with the the fact that he was at odds with everybody in the gang, and he was just really good at what he did. He kept them on their toes, and the back and forth was really good. I definitely enjoyed that part of it. Um, it's a two parter. It's like I don't know that it needed to be two parts, as uh, as we're going going back through it, and you have this whole thing about the car wrecking and all that. Like I think it's a, uh, it's a for being a two-part episode there's they're very rare in the Say by the bell universe we did home for christmas parts one and two uh earlier on right around christmas time actually and we've got palm springs weekend coming up parts one and two that's that's uh kind of rare so this one i don't know that it needed two parts um it really almost kind of lulled you into thinking this is going to be more of a long-term story here obviously not to be uh, but ve- good episode very solid um again we're kind of Phased in after the aftermath of the Zach and Kelly breakup was the major, the major climax of the storylines here in in this season and season three. So after this, as we've known, we've seen with Zach's uh, Operation Zach. After this, we got Check Your Mate. Some of these episodes are kind of just on their own. They exist on their own. This one exists kind of in a black hole in a bubble, if you will, because none of this is ever revisited again.
0: Yeah, that's very true, but uh, this is kind of one of my favorites out here. I l- I love the character of Eric Tramer coming on and uh, giving Zach a run for his money, uh, blackmailing everyone he comes across, and um, just giving Zach just kind of what he deserves and actually teaching him a lesson he'll never forget, which is the line we hear throughout this show. Um, and uh, at the end, Zach's kind of like, hey, keep me on my toes, man. And no one's ever really done that, so to see that coming... Uh, From this uh, character, Eric Tramer from New York, the slick guy. I really like that. And uh, just kind of two little parts that I really liked in the show that we didn't touch on is uh, when Lisa agrees to go out uh, with Eric, Jesse's standing there and she's just can't believe it. She's got like lost her mind. And uh, so uh, Kelly says, Jesse, let's go to the Lost and Found. Why? Because you've lost it. Like that was always a line that I liked growing up as a kid. And then Later on, Slater's under this pressure that he can't fix the car. He can't put it back together. He's so sorry. He's like, I'm captain of the wrestling team, captain of the football team. I've got dimples, great teeth, the biggest muscles in school. Isn't that enough? And so I just love that. He's losing it too and uh, telling Zach, like, come on. Like, I can do all this other stuff. I've got all this other stuff going on. I can't fix the car. I'm sorry. I can't do it all. And so this one is probably one of my favorite episodes, even though it's two parts in the series. Kind of my favorite storylines is Eric coming in. And uh, so this is a winner for me. I'm a big fan of it. And uh, we get to meet uh, Monty Hoffman as uh, Mr. Sansky, goes on to be Coach Sansky. We see him again in another episode. Mr. Sachs, I liked him, although I did miss Mr. Dewey. And uh, so this is a strong one for me. I really like it.
1: Absolutely. And I hope you like what we're doing here on Saved by Nostalgia, not only reviewing some of the great radical movies and television from the 80s and 90s. Right now, we are knee-deep in Save by the Bell. Uh, go back and check out the archives. Uh, we are going to be moving forward with the entire series, so start back at Season, uh, season 1 Episode 1 if you haven't already, and get caught up here on the Save by Nostalgia podcast. Definitely subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher or Spotify, any way you choose to take in podcasts. We are there for you. We will be back. Our next episode is going to be Save by the Bell's Check Your Mate Screech. It's on the chess team, and oh, what fun is going to ensue from that. We'll see you next time.